0: and gentlemen you are listening to kickin and pitchin the official podcast of the APFC the awkward pause football club with me today I have our midfielder Mr. Cassidy Sergeant. Cassidy Sergeant, how are you today
1: midfielder very important I'm the uh, straw that stirs the drink as they say
0: What the fuck does that
2: mean? You never heard that one? That
1: was always one of my favorite ones. Uh, If if you're the straw that stirs the drink, you're like the guy who makes everything happen.
2: Uh, uh, What if you want it shaken, not stirred? Then you don't really do anything, huh?
1: James Bond never played football.
0: Speaking of James Bond, we have our forward, the second striker,
2: Andrew Street. Now, isn't the forward the most important? Because they're the ones scoring the goals, right?
1: Well, it's all about how you look at it, you know. I think there's an argument to be had that every player on the pitch is the most important player. Andrew, even are the... we a sports podcast now? Do you can you can I tell you how desperately I want to start a sports podcast, but none of you guys care? Do you
0: like
2: this sports? Is the APFC. Do you like sports outside of soccer? Yeah,
1: I like I, I don't watch baseball, sorry Elmer, because it's a little slow for me on TV. Uh, but I like basketball. I, I don't watch football anymore.
2: You like the Timberwolves? No, that's the that's minnesota (laughs) (laughs) oh man anyway
0: and we have with us special in the dugout the brand new wingback star defender kaya
3: i have no idea what any of that meant but i am here
0: well guess what neither do i
2: yeah is a (laughs) wingback real a wing back uh, is real. According to
3: howtheyplay.com
0: backslash team sports backslash positions in soccer and their roles.
1: Yeah, yeah. wing back, one of my All favorite right. positions. <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway.
2: What do they do, Cass? explains explain and... it
1: to me? Um, they're like the, the right back and left back defenders, but they also come and help and attack and like uh, fire crosses in and stuff.
2: Now, let me ask you something. And Is soccer the same as hockey, but just with a ball? Like, it now, looks very I, similar.
1: I have to tell you, uh, hockey is sort of a sort of a blind spot for me. I know some of the rules, but um, every time Stanley Cup playoffs come on and I try to watch them, there's a lot happening that I don't understand. I still don't get icing. I'm sorry. I don't really get line changes.
2: So I don't know. If you won the Stanley Cup, what would you eat out of it? <sighs> Probably nachos. That's a lot of cheese.
1: You know me. <laughs> Hi, Kaya. Thanks for being here. Who are you?
3: So I didn't even get to I...
0: introduce myself. <laughs> I'm the goalkeeper. Mr. Sam Atherton, that's me. Yeah, you are. Kaya. Yes. We work together. Introduce yourself.
3: Oh my gosh. I'm Kaya. Um, I work with Sam. Um, I'm Where are from... you from originally? Ah, so I'm from Seattle, originally. Oh,
1: what's up? Pacific Northwest.
3: Yes, um, but I was raised in... Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh wow! And a little bit. Sorry, a little bit in New Zealand.
1: New Zealand, damn.
0: Cassie, what do you think? New What do you think New Mexico is known for?
1: Do I have any sort of context? Is it like food wise or like touristy wise?
3: To be honest, Mm. I don't even know the answer to this.
1: Okay. (laughs) There was a song Um, in the newsies. You want me to just take a shot? New Mexico is known for their beautiful stucco houses. That's true. Particularly,
3: Yeah. With like a chili wreath hanging out front.
1: What was the answer, Sam?
3: Meth. Oh, yeah, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not even from Breaking Bad. It's just that there's a big drug problem there.
3: Well, did you know that actually after Breaking Bad came out, there were a few replica drug dealers that made blue meth and sold it in Albuquerque. True story. I swear,
1: officer, I'm not using it. It's just a collector's item. I love the show.
3: <laughs> it came
0: in my box set. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kaya, tell, tell everyone how we know each other.
3: Tell, tell, tell each everyone
0: other. how we met.
1: yeah how did you meet the
0: origin story
3: oh okay well we met in the the headquarters of this region of our company on the first floor of the headquarter (laughs) building and we trained together for six days and it was one of the most bizarre six days of my life
1: what was your how many people were in
2: the course
3: okay there were six of us
2: Hmm. Okay. And what was your first? Was- imp- what was your first impression of Sam?
3: Oh know. Uh, oh gosh! My first impression of Sam. Um, he was the one I didn't want to work with. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> That's so great. But then, after we got sent to our school together, I realized that I'm very lucky to have Sam as my coworker.
1: Wow, so you were sitting there saying, I hope I don't have to get paired up with this guy, and then you were sent to the exact same school? That's right. Wow, what What are the odds?
3: <laughs> what are the odds? But I have completely changed my mind now. Sam is one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. So, wow. I'm very grateful.
0: I feel like I have that problem wherever I go. because uh, And you're also, so humble, too. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. So... You remember from the Christmas episode, my friend Kate. She also hated me when we first met. She thought I was annoying. Turns out, I'm just a person. I'm just a guy trying to make Maybe friends. Maybe you don't make swirls. a good
1: impression, like a yeah. first impression.
0: It's possible. So, how do I make a good impression?
1: You've got great speed, poor acceleration. It's kind of where I'm going.
0: Mm. Hmm. Now, are you gonna give me some tips?
1: I mean I'm not <laughs> I'm no fucking pickup artist Um,
3: <sighs>
1: what are answer, some good tips? tips Yes. how's your handshake
0: I feel like it's pretty good Do
1: you have a good strong handshake okay hmm. you're not yeah. one of those people who cuts people off when they're trying to go deep that's one of my pet peeves shallow? it's like you're trying to make the deep connect and they, they pinch you so you oh. have to oh wow uh,
2: You know. <laughs> that's rough
0: I hate that. That is rough.
2: How um, often are you asking people you meet for the first time if they're globalists?
0: <laughs> I <laughs> I mean that is one of my favorite questions to ask people. It's like, hey, what's your name? Where do you work? Are you a globalist? <laughs> so yeah.
1: So how how Andrew, has Japan how is... been? Kaya? I'm sorry. How has Japan been?
3: Japan's been fine. Um, are, are you ready to be done? Are you
1: re-signing up?
3: <laughs> oh, oh, no. I'm, I'm not going to leave Japan anytime soon. I actually okay. used to live in Japan before. I studied abroad here in university for 10 months. So now I'm back. And it's all Can't right. Can't stay away.
2: Are you going to stay in the area that you're in right now? Or do you think you'll move oh, around?
3: I think I'll move around. Nagoya is kind of like... I don't know. I imagine it to be like the Detroit... Of Japan. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: It has, like, a lot of factories, and it's very car-centric, and it's disgustingly hot. I don't know if Detroit's hot. (laughs) Sam, is Detroit hot?
0: No, it's the opposite of hot.
3: Okay, then it's more like the Alabama, I guess.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yikes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this area isn't my favorite, but I've kind of made it my home over the past year and a half, so... Yeah, what about you, Sam? How do you like this area? Uh,
0: Yeah, so it,
3: it definitely reminds
0: me of, uh, it's definitely, it's very Midwestern, I would say. It reminds me a lot of Chicago. Um, And, uh, Andrew, you'll remember, but the R where we live in Okazaki reminds me a lot of Grand Rapids. Okay. I would say it's...
2: Ha, ha, ha.
1: I bet you forgot about me. It is I. Andrew AndrewBot3002. Sam was talking about how nice Japan is and I broke his computer.
0: Ha. 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 Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you just heard the Andrew AndrewBot3000 explaining how my audio got fucked up and my computer restarted. Uh, so I don't remember what we were talking about. So, Andrew, how was your week?
2: <laughs> yes. And we're back. My week was fine, but I'm going to use this opportunity to talk about something that I mentioned to Cassidy that I want to talk about. And that's the fact that looking for houses and apartments is a fucking nightmare. And I've been Let's doing talk, it. Let's talk, boy. I've been looking for an apartment, and it's been a fucking horrendous experience. Everywhere I go... So let me... let me. The, the context here is that the housing market in New Jersey is absolute trash. Everything is insanely expensive. And it's it, like the shittiest of place is outrageously expensive um but then on top of that we have too many people so everything is super competitive like you're you're offering to pay the first two months rent up front so that you can outbid the person behind you for a 400 square foot studio in the, in a terrible neighborhood oh, please serious? I'll throw in a Jimmy John's yeah <laughs> what would you say Sam <laughs>
0: it's that serious
2: yeah i mean, it's just that we're so densely populated for, like, a suburb, you know, that you're just trying. And, like, especially if it's something affordable. Like, if it's something under the $1,700 a month area, it's, like, you know, you're really trying to, to make sure someone doesn't come in and get it from you. Uh, so, like, that whole – the thing you see in movies where it's, like, they tour the house and they're, like, we'll take it. Like, that's <laughs> real. You have to tell them instantly. Uh, like, I I found a place – that I eventually lost, a place I was actually kinda into. Um and I spoke with the realtor and he was like, just so you know, uh, I've had like thirty five people apply for it today, so like it might not even be worth it for you to submit the application. And I was Damn. like, okay, thanks. Thanks for saving me the time. Um but yeah that is it's-
1: like the worst part of this process to me. Is yeah. you find a place that you fall in love with, right? And you're like, wow, I could I can really picture myself living here, and yeah, we we do that over there on the wall, and you know, maybe in a couple of years, our little babies are running, and then it's like fucking sold. <laughs> like, wow. I think- All right, on to the next.
2: The hardest part for me has been that nobody nobody answers. There's all these digital tools, and nobody gets back to you. Mm. So, but then, or if they do get back to you, it's to tell you, this place is not even available anymore. Um, like, I'm using, you know, you got your Zillow, your Apartments.com, your Trulia, your Craigslist. Are you on a Redfin at all? Am I on a what? Redfin? No, I haven't heard of that one. Should well, I use it? That's another
1: one. I don't know. I don't use it, but that's another one. <laughs> yes, we're so we're like, Zillow people. We're Zillow stands.
2: Yeah, so I I was, I stand Zillow. But here's the thing <laughs> is that nobody gets fucking back to me. I'm, like, writing these messages to these you know, you click on the property, like you want to contact this property. It's like, yeah, I'll contact. And then I like, right. I've gotten to the point where I'm like pasting in this message I wrote. That's like, please, I am a working professional. I <laughs> Please invite me to come see this apartment. Uh, and then nobody ever gets back, but I'm having some luck. I'm going to look today. But then too, when you finally nail the come look at this shit, then it's like, what do I ask for? I'm, I'm I'm Googling online. I'm like, okay, what should I look for? All right, flush the toilet and run the shower. Let me see like what the water pressure's like. Then it's like, how do I look for bed bugs? How do I tell <laughs> if, there's been, if there's been bed bugs in this spot before? Um, how do you? I don't know. It was like, look at the ceiling. There might be little dots there. That's how you know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> then too, everyone is like, everything online is like, oh, when you walk through your apartment, you should be taking pictures of everything so that you get your security deposit back. So like, if mm. there's any damage, smart. That's and it's a like, move. okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But then all I can think about is like, I'm walking around with this dude to show me the house, and I'm just like taking pictures of everything, and he's just like, what are you doing? You don't trust me. You don't trust me. I'm not renting this house. You? No, that's all in dude, your head.
0: It- they expect yeah, that.
1: it's your place. You're about to sign a contract to give this guy $1,700 a month. You got to do whatever you got to do to feel comfortable paying that much.
2: Cass, and I know you're looking for a house. Has it been yes. somewhat similar? <clears throat> um,
1: Somewhat. Uh, we're, we're having a little more luck in that places aren't getting snatched up quite as quick. So we do have a little bit of time to work it out. Um, but yeah, man, we've been doing the whole drive through the neighborhood and see if you can imagine yourself living here thing. Um, and so it's fun, but it is stressful because it is literally the largest purchase you'll make in your entire life. Right. It's like, OK, yeah, let me just uh, let me just pay three hundred and fifty thousand dollars right now. No problem. Yeah, dude, that's Good God. Uh, so that ups the stakes. Uh, But yeah, we're, we're prepping to go to our. Like mortgage officer and see how much we can get approved for and we've got a couple of realtors that we know and so yeah it's getting it's getting real but i'm spending half my life on fucking zillow right now man and uh i have some real opinions about square footage now you know <laughs> uh, so here here's my big here's my big dilemma and maybe you guys can help me out i'll start i'll start with kaya kaya i want to know your opinion on this All right. how do you feel about a split level house And when I say that, I mean, I walk into the house and the very first thing I see is a short staircase going downstairs and a short staircase going upstairs. So there's a little like landing area, typically a kitchen on the upstairs, maybe a bedroom. Bottom has like your bonus kind of game room and maybe another bedroom or
3: two. Okay, the first thing I thought of when I heard this was... If I were pregnant, I would hate that. Hmm. So if you plan on having kids and mm-hmm. it would just be a nightmare. You can't see your feet. You have
1: to go you have to go on a staircase no matter where you're going it, the second you come into the house. Exactly. <sighs> I'm very torn because I think I think the, my favorite houses that I've seen so far have been split levels, but it feels like a really and maybe maybe it's like the my parents hippie shit coming out of me. It feels like a weird energy to walk into a house and immediately be hit with staircases. like there's no grand entrance. There's no central space.
3: Yeah, it's not necessarily. Cass, like how that. do you feel?
1: Exactly. Exactly. How do you feel about the first
2: floor bedroom, though?
1: I'm into it. I, w- I would do a ranch-style home. I would do a one-level home if I found the right one, no problem. How do you feel?
2: I don't know. I feel like every house out here is two floors. And so when I see a ranch-style home, I'm like, I could never imagine sleeping on the first – I mean, I sleep on the first floor now. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it because the windows are there. When I was you in college – a elevation? Yeah. Is, well, it a, I, is it a privacy thing? It's a privacy thing. It's also like a scared thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, late at night, I'm reading spooky oh, yeah. stories online. The i like, man, dude. yeah, I'm like, what's that? What's that noise outside? I used to do that all the time in college. Cause my, I had the first floor apartment. My bedroom was my, the only window in my room faced the forest. And so at mm. night you would hear noises and typically I'd open the window and it was just a deer right there. But <laughs> when you're reading spook, when you're reading spooky stories online at night and you like, you hear that noise and it's like. Are there mannequins outside my window right now? You're on that
1: no sleep. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Cass, when I was in college, I lived in the split level house. Okay. And, you know, for four college boys, it was fine. Uh, but the one thing is we had two we had two bedrooms in the basement or in like the mm-hmm. split where you go down. And the first bedroom had a window and the window like looked up and just was like at people's feet. Like, on the sidewalk. It was f- okay. It was weird. And it was kind of gross. Because uh, you could just, like, I would be, like, playing Mass Effect in the middle of the night. And I would just see, like, feet walk by. So, maybe make sure that... It doesn't
1: seem that gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you trying to play Mass uh... Effect and people could just, like, peek in your window?
1: Okay, okay. I understand that. It was weird. Well, see, I'm also... I am not in the city. Mm. So, that helps. But I'll, I'll check for that. I'll look for that. The, the other thing that I've been noticing is some of these split levels, like the whole bottom split level would be great for a guest or would be great for an Airbnb or, like, you could even rent out. Like, some of them have dual kitchens, like kitchen up top, kitchen down bottom. And then I really got to think about it.
2: Now, Kaz. Yes? Give me the list. What is the – you know, you're looking at these houses. What are the non-negotiables? What are you looking for? Like, you want a, a – a jacuzzi tub in the master bed bathroom? Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable.
1: Absolutely. Heart-shaped no, bed. Non-negotiable. Two. You named two already. Uh, mirror on the ceiling. Non-negotiable. <laughs> um, I don't have that many non-negotiables. It, I mean, it has to be at least two-bedroom, um, which should be no problem. I would love for it to have some kind of yard, like any kind of yard. If I have a patch of grass, I'll be happy And if I can not open my window and, like, touch my neighbor's house, that would be great. Like, some semblance of privacy. So, some kind of a yard, some kind of privacy, at least two bedrooms. Everything should at least work. I don't want to read the description and it says, get your tools ready, or read the description and it says, great house, just needs a little love. It's like, okay, that's not for me. It's
3: like code for something. Wrong. That
1: is exactly code for something. That like, means this house is a piece of shit, and it's going to need a lot of time and money to make it not that. Like as
2: soon as you move in, the pipes explode. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's w- been fun. I wish there was a way. Wouldn't it be cool if, when you moved into a house, you could find out the history of it? Mm. Maybe there is a way to do that, but, like, you, like, find out who lived there. Like, a little synopsis about the family. Like, oh, were they cool? Nah.
0: Was there a triple Next, homicide?
2: Yes. <laughs> Wait, so there's a there's a house by me. And I might butcher this story, but bear with me. Uh it's in Westfield, New Jersey. And basically it's like this big house it's been there forever. It got updated and renovated and this family moved in. And they're actually making I think an an HBO like short movie about it. Maybe it's not even HBO, maybe it's fucking Lifetime for all I know, but uh they're making a movie and basically this family moves in and everything's fine. They're living in the house and then they start getting these letters. And the letters are basically like, hey, I see you and your four kids who have like like listing their hair colors. Like this person's watching. And they're like, I used to live in this house. And like basically saying like – and then they'd get another letter like two days later be like, oh, I saw that john was having fun playing with his hula hoop in the backyard and so they they keep getting these letters and so they start getting psyched out they're talking to the realtor they're like what the fuck's going on is it the old owner but the old owner died and they're like so who is this and they have no idea and so now uh i think there was like a threatening letter at one point like one of the last letters was like a threat and so the people moved out and now nobody will rent the house and now they're making a movie about it
3: so
0: maybe you'll movie move it to a house. How, they're making a movie about how no one will rent the house or like the, the story that happened in the family.
2: I think they're making a movie that like this house is creepy. And so like there's they call it something. Hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking up the story here.
1: I do want to know the name because there must be a name for this house. There just has to be.
2: Okay. I got it here. It's the. Uh, I really hope it's good. Okay.
1: Don't build me up. Buttercup.
2: So they they call it the the haunting of 657 Boulevard in <sighs> Westfield. The haunting of 657 Boulevard? <laughs> that does
1: not have a good ring to it. They're going to have to change that for the show.
2: All right. So the first letter they got, so the it says here that the watcher Oh, no, no, no. So a family bought their their dream home, this house. Uh but then they started getting these creepy letters. Uh, and the first letter says, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now. And as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My Which gran-
1: subreddit did you read this on?
2: I didn't know. Somebody at work <laughs> told me about this. Somebody who lives in Westfield. <laughs> All right. Uh my grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father watched it in the 60s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls? Why are you here? I will find out. And then, so, okay. I was completely wrong with the non-threatening letters because the, another part of the letter says, Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it agreed to bring me your children once i knew their names i will call to them and draw them to. there's a bunch of other letters here about uh, a bunch of other creepy shit but yeah and so i think the people have since moved out and now nobody will move into this house yeah that and it's a, a creepy looking house
3: at that point i would have just burned it down
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know why is it affordable
3: yeah it sounds like a steal so.
2: <laughs> So there was the, – I think the, the guy at work was telling me that the rumor is that they, they want to demolish it because whoever owns it can't sell it because nobody fucking – everyone's like, oh, affordable house. And then they look up the store and they're like, oh, they want to fill it with young blood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I have heard and I think it's true that they are like legally required to tell you if there was like a death in the house previously. Or, like, at least previous owner. Like, just so you know, the previous owner did die. Or, yes, there was a horrible fucking triple homicide.
2: All right, so the homicide thing makes sense. I feel like it's weird to be like, there was a death in this house. Like, if someone just passed away, it's like, that's normal. But if somebody... I could be
1: wrong about that part. If they're I think like the crime part's true.
2: If it's like, this is a mass, this master bedroom, four people were brutally murdered in it. And now let me show you the great jacuzzi in the master bathroom. <laughs> but there's Take a beautiful clawfoot tub.
1: <laughs> <laughs> would that would that turn you off from buying a place if you looked all around and you were like wow this is incredible and the realtor's like ah, there is one more thing two years ago there was a murder and it did take place on the property um you know everything's fine it's been professionally cleaned; it's all good to go but i am legally required to tell you and you look at melissa what do you say
2: I don't know. I f- I like to think that wouldn't. I'd be like, if I wanted it that bad, I could look past it. But I would think about it every single time I was there.
1: Kaya.
3: Oh, I would walk away. She's out. Yeah, I'm out.
1: I don't care about this house. Yeah, no
0: what way. do you think, Sam? Cassie living in murder
2: house. I think I could probably get over it. <laughs> maybe maybe I'd feel differently being there. Every noise you hear in the middle of the night, you'll be like, he's back.
1: I think what what would probably get me is like the realtor pitch I could handle, but I would want to look it up. Yeah. I would want to be like what happened? And when I saw the details of what happened, that might make me feel different. Of like, wow, this person had a name and yeah, they got, you know, whatever method their death was. oi.
2: That wouldn't help. Yeah. Now Cass, She's how honest. do you feel about crawl spaces? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, against them in general,
1: I'm I'm typically anti-crawl space. Uh, who the fuck knows what is in there? Whether it be a bug, whether it be the girl from The Ring. I mean, it could be anything.
2: All, I, I have this vivid memory as a kid of going to uh, this kid's house in elementary school. And he showed me his crawl space and it was like finished. Like it was like a finished crawl space. And he would hang out in there. He had like a sleeping bag and... <laughs>
1: Hang up some Christmas lights yeah, be around. Yeah,
2: like, and he would like play his Game Boy in there, and I was like, this is the coolest shit ever. But every crawlspace I've seen since then has been a fucking nightmare.
1: You started at the top, and every crawlspace has just been a disappointment. Oh, you ate the filet Mignon first.
0: <laughs> now, <clears throat> Kaya, how was your week?
3: Oh, my week. You know, after today, I hardly remember how the week was. Yeah. Today was insane.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's kind of crazy because, like, I feel like at this point, all of our days kind of blend together. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, kind of remember what has happened. But, uh, yeah, today was excessively busy for
2: us. Um, But... I think the thing I wanted to ask too is, a lot of teachers that I know, like every time I talk to them, I feel like they have so many stories about their students. They're always sharing the the ways the students made them laugh or did something silly or, you know, fucking spilt milk all over themselves in the middle of class or something. Do you guys have stories like that? Like, do you find that the students are like entertaining you or doing funny or wacky things?
3: Okay, yeah. I mean, we have a tradition. It's the meme of the day. And when we're walking home, (laughs) we always discuss our meme of the day. So, Sam, what was your meme of the day today? Mm.
0: Uh, So, my meme of the day. Uh, I feel like I had a lot. But in particular, uh, so we do this thing where there's, like, stories. So, in, in the textbooks, there are, like, all these characters. And, like, they have, like, backstories and, like, fucking intricate relationships with each other. And there's one where there's this mom and she's going to show the picture is this mom, like hiding a DVD behind her back. And there's two kids reading the book. And I'm like, okay, let's look at the picture. What's happening. And they're supposed to say like, Oh, the mom has the book. The kids are, or the mom has the DVD. The kids are reading. And no one is saying a word. And this is a pretty high level class. What a fucking weird picture, by the way. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, and, and we look at the picture, and this one lady, God bless her, she's like, no one has shoes on. And <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? You're not wrong, but let's... <laughs> and it was just so fucking funny. I was not expecting it. It's this, like, old lady who, when we first met, she told Kaya that she was taking two big bites of tofu. That's another fucking meme. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... But yeah, so... Uh, this lady has a foot fetish, I found out today.
2: <laughs> Yikes.
1: Straight for the feet.
3: Kaya, what was your she meme She would have loved that house.
1: She
3: yeah, would have loved that, that
1: house playing Mass Effect.
3: <laughs> oh, my meme of the day. Oof, okay. The meme I remember today was... Sam, I already told you this one. But um, I had a private lesson with a high school girl. And... I was practicing linking sounds with her so the example i showed her was he's a like he apostrophe s uh usually when we when we talk we link it so we say he's a and he's a in japanese is knee like you're you me <laughs> and so when i explained it to her i said okay let's link he's a like and i pointed to my knee like he's a and she lost her mind it was the most <laughs> hilarious thing she had ever heard in her life. <laughs> I think she was mostly surprised because she didn't think that I knew Japanese. I think that was the first time she realized that I knew Japanese and she was just so taken aback and she thought it was hilarious. It was adorable. That's
1: funny. Do you like most of your students, Kaya? Or do you have people that are like particularly difficult to work with?
3: Oh, it's it's a mixed bag. <laughs> I have a lot of students who I love and then a few students who make me want to jump from the third floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are the What are the rules around, like, you guys talking to or hanging out with students outside of school? Like, are there rules around that? Yeah. And second question, if not, is that something you would do? Like, do you have any students that are cool enough that you're like, we should hang out?
3: Well, the main rule is we can't h- hang out outside of school with minors. And okay. in Japan Makes sense. under twenty is a minor. Okay. So that okay. that rules out about half of our student body because we have a lot of high school and early university students.
1: And probably most of the cool ones. It,
3: yeah. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Yeah, our high school kids are incredible.
1: You don't want to go get a drink at the bar with some Toyota exec? <laughs> I feel like that's the rest of the clientele is like big like factory executives. Oh yeah, I mean, and old women apparently.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we
0: have. You go ahead.
3: I was going to say we have hung out with a couple of students outside of class. Like we went to karaoke with, um, three of our students and our assistant manager actually. That was an interesting experience. Definitely.
0: Yeah, because it's supposed to be a secret. It's supposed to be a secret that, like, well, okay, I'm not good at Japanese, and Kaya is, like, pretty good. But it's supposed to be a secret, right? Because we're not supposed to speak Japanese, like, at all. Mm. Or, like, understand it. And Kaya fucking starts singing, like, some Japanese ballad, and it was so funny. (laughs) And, like, all of the, you know, with karaoke, you, like, read along, and all of the, the words were in Japanese, and so she was just singing, singing her little heart out, and I think it stunned everyone. It was really funny.
3: <laughs> that was my clap back to the company.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck them. It's hilarious. So there, there is one other student that uh, I think we're failing to mention, and he—he's this old man. And now, now Cassidy, I'm going to do my best impression, and you're going to tell me what, what he's saying, okay? <clears throat> okay. Hi. Hi. How are, how are you? Wow. That was a... Yeah, I mean, that's what he says. And that's, like, exactly how he sounds. And that's how he speaks all the time.
1: <laughs> that's how my <laughs> uncle talks, <laughs> so... Oh, I not
0: Maybe that's it. You have a fucking
3: sixth sense. It's so but, accurate. Uh... It's painful.
2: <laughs> is he doing it on but... purpose? Like, is he...
3: No, he's just 72.
2: (laughs) Is he nice?
3: Um, I mean, yeah, he's nice, but he's also kind of creepy.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Worried we might stumble onto this.
0: (laughs) Like, I don't think, poor Kaya, like, I don't think anyone else can teach him. Because he won't allow it. Yeah.
3: You know what I mean?
1: Hmm. I understand, yeah. I'm, I'm is getting. he progressing? Is he learning?
3: Um. Well, he's been at our school for four years, and he's... So there's eight levels total in grammar. One is low, eight is high. And he's gone from level two up to level seven. But he's still at level two. So <laughs> mm. they just keep letting him go up. Yeah.
2: So now he pays it's for rough. this, right?
3: Oh, yeah. He takes private lessons, which are ridiculously expensive for what they are how wow. much is a private lesson Jeez. sam
0: what is it like a hundred dollars a time
3: yeah something like that for 50 minutes
1: for like an hour okay yeah
3: yeah it's no joke
0: it's really expensive. <laughs> he just wants the company yeah
1: sam how was your week
0: cassidy you ever seen a burn victim
1: uh, yeah, once.
0: Well, you're looking at another one. Uh, so, friend of the show, Kaya, uh, I, I, I bought a pumpkin from the grocery store, and I was like, hey, you want to fry up some of this pumpkin and we'll eat it? And, uh, <laughs> she said, sure. And, you know, we're, we're frying these pumpkins, and I'm, I'm giving her instructions on what to do. And I'm like, okay, drop the pumpkin in. Or I was like, set the pumpkin in and then place it away from you. And as I say, place the pumpkin from like three inches above the ho- steaming hot oil, she throws it into the pan. And a, a big glob of oil lands on my finger. And now I have a second degree burn on my finger. uh, so that was my week
1: so no joke no exaggeration you were talking about something earlier and when we record this we are on webcam and i saw a big mark on one of your fingers and i was going to ask you about it and then i second guessed myself and i was like god maybe he's always had this and i'm just gonna make him feel some kind of way about it (laughs) uh but i am i am very glad to know i'm sorry that happened to you though
0: yeah me too uh but, I don't know, it, it, like, doesn't hurt or anything, which is kind of strange, so I'm wondering if all of the, the nerves in my knuckle are gone. Uh, Yikes. But, yeah, so it's... Which uh, one's
1: worse, first degree or third degree?
0: Third degree is worst. Fourth degree is the worst. I was looking it up, because I was looking up what a burn victim feels like. <laughs> uh, and fourth fourth degree burns are when your fucking bones burn. And, uh, wow. and third degree I think is like pretty serious Like you go to the hospital for that And second degree burns are You don't have to go to the hospital As long as they are under three inches in diameter And uh, mine thankfully is maybe A quarter of an inch But uh
1: So I'll you're make gonna f- make it
0: Yeah I'll, I'll make it I don't know we'll see Maybe I'll okay. have a like a scar there or whatever But I don't know I think it looks kind of cool But uh yeah, so the, the lesson scars. there is don't throw don't throw pumpkins into burning hot oil. Oh,
3: I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Is is pumpkin a Japanese thing? It seems like a very off the wall thing to just go to the store and buy.
3: So
0: there's like a Japanese pumpkin called kabocha. And uh <laughs> A plus. <laughs>
1: Fucking speak and spell over here, man. <laughs>
0: And, uh, it's, it's like a pumpkin. I would say it's like a mix between like a summer, like a, like a hard like a squash? squash and like a pumpkin. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It's my sense. favorite vegetable, um, over here cause they're really cheap and, uh, they're pretty good. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. That was my life. Uh, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I'm going to Fukuoka, uh, which is on a different Island. Uh, I'm pretty stoked for. Kaya said that she was going to give me some wrecks, but she hasn't yet. Um, oh,
1: going tomorrow? Well, huh? I
0: will. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that. I'm not working for two days. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good time.
2: Now, is there th- a- what, a- what a- are you going to do on? What are you going to uh, do on okay. that island?
0: I don't really know yet. There's a lot of uh, shrines and temples to see. There's, like, a night market with all of these, like, food stalls that you can just, like, hang out in and eat, like, chicken and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. The city is known for their ramen. Maybe, Mm. I would say, like, one of their most, like, Japan's, like, most famous, like, styles of ramen. Yeah. I'd say maybe kind of similar to the uh, Ivan ramen, Andrew.
2: Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that.
2: But and what did you yeah. buy a copy of?
0: Oh, I was gonna say I bought a copy of uh, Aladdin on Super Nintendo, and it didn't there work. I was oh, so yeah. sad. Yeah.
1: But that is rough. I'm looking sorry. What do you guys think about Robert Pattinson as Batman? Just like gut reaction.
2: I'm into this. I like Robert Pattinson. He seems all right. Definitely Robert Pattinson over Taylor Lautner any day. You Team Edward? I've only seen a couple... Like, I don't really remember much about the movies, but yeah, I think I'm Team Edward. Doesn't Taylor Lautner, like, imprint himself on... What's-her-name's child when she's a baby? baby. Meaning that they're gonna, yeah. like, get married?
0: What? I think... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a little yeah, weird. Yeah,
2: that does happen. I think that's a little weird. He goes after the main character,
1: like, the entire franchise, and then the main character is finally like, no, I'm with this other guy. Her and the other guy have a baby, and then Taylor Lautner comes back to be like, fine, I'll have your
2: daughter then.
0: That's not wait, what? He that's was married he married to the he married himself to the daughter?
2: Yeah, so Taylor Lautner is whatever what they the call the, the wolfman. And a, <laughs> a wolf man, yeah. Uh, a fucking wolfman can imprint himself, is what they call it, I think. And that means he like puts his print on this baby. And that means that they're destined to m- get married and have children. Like an arranged
1: marriage yeah. sort of thing.
2: That means no other, like, no other where thing can go near it, I think, or something. Like, it's protected.
3: Well, I think I missed but that I... chapter.
2: Did you read the books? Yeah, am I completely... Are we wrong
3: here?
1: <laughs> I could... I've <laughs> always thought that. Yeah, I've too. told so many people that story. If that's not true, I'm gonna feel <laughs> bad.
0: Wait, so, Kaya, did you read the uh, Twilight Saga in your youth?
3: Okay, yeah, I mean, it was came out when i was like i mean afraid. everyone did
0: yeah. yeah 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 so does he mushroom stamp or what oh my
2: God. does that not happen this article said twilight star <laughs> taylor lautner doesn't think being in love with a kid is creepy <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a fucking
2: headline for you <laughs> um all right so yeah it says here uh He does imprint Bella and Edward's baby girl. Creepy, right? Lautner doesn't think so. If you aren't familiar with the books, imprinting is something that happens when a werewolf finds their soulmate and things get all twinkly and magical and their soul is bonded to the other person forever. Jacob, who spent four movies so far pinning for Bella or pining for Bella, imprints himself on her baby daughter. Uh, and then he says, quote, everybody likes to tease me about it. Everyone thinks it's so funny, and I laugh along with them. But it's important for me to keep in my mind that it's as, as simple as a lifelong bond. It's not nearly as creepy as everyone. Everybody likes to joke.
1: I mean, soulmate means something. And that's not like my my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God, remember Twilight. <laughs> So actually, where where Twilight is set is uh, like up near Seattle, mm-hmm. actually, and, and sort of near me too. And I remember there's nothing going on in that town in fucking Forks, Washington. Yep. There's nothing happening there, but it like blew up after Twilight, and, and like you could go to Forks and take like Twilight tours and mm-hmm. all of the shit, man.
3: You can go to the restaurant where they had their first date and get the same course meal that they got. What? <laughs> Ew, what? Do you think they
1: still do that? Do you think they're still offering the Twilight Um, Tours, or is it, like, out of fashion? They're
3: probably trying to milk it as much as they can. Let's be real.
2: Mm.
1: Come eat breakfast where the guy who is now playing Batman ate breakfast. That's how you have to pitch (laughs) it. You have to
0: evolve. Oh, George Clooney ate (laughs) here? George Clooney is the best Batman. Fucking fight me.
1: (laughs) That's a take. Yo, I love I've never even those seen that
2: movies.
0: film movie. Jo- Wait, George what's, Clooney is that the one we're... with, like...
2: The one with the nipples. Yeah. Batman and Robin.
0: Yeah. With, uh... Is he the one with Mr. Freeze? Or was that Val
2: Kilmer? Yes. I think he's the one with Mr. Freeze. Because then they have that ride Ice to meet Six you. Flags. Mm. I... I...
1: What's, what's your favorite Mr. Freeze one-liner? Let's hear it.
0: Uh, what's I've the, what's the one movies. where he's like... Ice... Oh, fuck. What is it? I, I love that meme.
2: Ice to meet you.
0: That's what it is. Hell yeah. I
2: like that one. Oh, wow. That's real. Take two. Oh, yeah. Dude. That's the definitely morning. real. Wait, the, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays the Iceman, right?
1: Yeah, Mr. Freeze.
2: Yeah.
0: The
1: Iceman. Wow. Naturally. The Iceman. He's a scientist. Who else is going to play him? Uh, I don't know. You got me there. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's who.
2: Remember, yeah, Do you, you guys, see the video you, of him getting fucking
1: dropped? I was
2: going to say that. Did you see the video? It's fucking yes. crazy. It is crazy. And the dropkick, like, barely took him down. He took a stumble.
1: He said he said he didn't even notice it. He's like, I just thought some people were jostling. <laughs> Ugh, what a guy. Yeah, man.
2: Remember when he was the governor?
1: <laughs> that is That is a weird time, too. That Arnold Schwarzenegger just fucking run ran california like one of the largest most important states in the union
2: and he I was in, he was in commando him.
0: i remember he seeing went by him the
1: governor. where'd you see him
0: at a at a store in la i think when he was the governor he had his big like fucking bugatti and was just shopping <laughs> in gucci or something and everyone was yeah. standing outside
2: The governor pulled up to the Gucci store in his Bugatti. (laughs) uh, What would you guys
0: do if you were that rich?
2: I can't say that I'd pull up to the Gucci store in my Bugatti if I was that rich. (laughs) I think I I think
1: most of my money would just be spent on making sure I didn't have to interact with
2: people. Yeah, and copies of Animal Crossing.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Kaya, what would you do? And Legos.
3: If you had buku bucks, oh my gosh, I would buy my own island and ban everyone from coming.
1: There you go. Damn. And a lot of sunscreen. And
3: mm-hmm. i would get a Gibson Les Paul.
2: I definitely uh, remember, is... as a kid, buying a—you know those fake licenses. You guys are familiar with these when you were when you were young? Tell me more. In Seaside, I definitely bought a Governator one. A picture oh, on like a license plate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like they sell New Jersey
2: licenses that are fake. They just have celebrities on them.
1: Oh, like a like a driver's license?
2: Yeah, it looks like a driver's license. But then it has a picture on oh. Schwarzenegger and it says the Governor.
1: I have never seen something like that before in my life.
2: Okay. I never mind I retract all my <laughs> statements.
1: You guys go fucking wild on Seaside Man just selling <laughs> fake IDs of other people.
2: <laughs> yeah, they just sold them like in the store. Like it was like, oh, you could get one that like had a picture of an alien on it, and it would just say like, "Organ Donor, Yes." Uh, <laughs> it was like a real license, but it said funny shit on it, funnier than that. It didn't just say "Organ Donor, Yes," but know what I'm trying to say? Here. <laughs> that patented Andrew Street humor.
0: <laughs> Wait, so are are you guys organ donors?
3: Yes. 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 And you? I think I am, but Sam? I don't know.
0: I don't know if I signed up for it.
1: It's just uh, a yes/no. Do, do you agree question. with it? Would you sign up in spirit? Yeah, I think so. Okay.
0: Like, you're if one my of us. liver could help someone. Go for it.
1: Well, I mean, you're not drinking, so you probably have a, a pretty fine liver.
0: Hmm. That's. I true. know
1: that's not all there is to it, but. Yeah.
0: I guess I do have a health.
1: Yeah, don't don't be so self deprecating <laughs> about the quality of your liver, man. Come on, stand up for yourself.
0: Mm. Kaya, what's the food you miss most?
3: From the US? Yeah. Hands down, Mexican food. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. You, Big same.
3: Yeah, you can't get that here in Japan. Like, what they think is Mexican food is really just Japanese food with, like, Mexican influence. Like taco mm. rice.
1: What's taco rice? Exactly,
3: It's like rice with beef and maybe some salsa on top.
1: It's, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> is it good? Like, do they do they season it properly, or is it just, like, plain steamed white rice? It's,
3: I think it's, like, plain steamed white rice.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, I would say it's probably steamed rice, and then maybe they put some, like, maybe they put some paprika on there. Uh, that sounds, like, about right.
2: Didn't we but, talk uh... about this, Sam? Because I definitely brought up that Chuck was, like, you need to get taco rice.
0: Ah, uh, uh,
2: because when he was in when he was s- stationed over there, uh, he would he would go out to the bars or whatever, and then on his way home he would they would all stop and get taco rice, and so he talks about it pretty often. But <laughs> is it good? Maybe, like, do you like it?
0: I don't know if I've ever had it. We went to we went to one Mexican restaurant called Jerry's Unos, and uh,
2: <laughs> very Mexican.
0: Uh, and they had. A bunch of tacos uh and what you'd think is a taco was just like a big burrito uh well it wasn't a
3: big burrito i would
0: uh, i was a small burrito
3: yeah it was like a taco bell sized burrito hmm.
0: yeah but not taco bell prices that's for oh, sure no. hmm. but uh yeah it was just like it's really interesting because like i think all of the food here is basically what like Japanese people think like Mm. other cultures food is. Um, it's like, so like Italian food is really popular here. Um, but it's like what Japanese people think Italian food is, uh, same with Mexican food isn't popular, but you know, it's like fucking, uh, I don't know. Just like, it's not Mexican food. It's like what, it's like, oh, I've seen, like, a movie that took place in Mexico one time. Uh, and maybe they had a margarita. Uh, so, yeah, it's really interesting to to think about. But then I guess that's kind of, like, what America is, too. Yeah, I was just going like, to say. This is what, it's like what it's America is. Like Except we've thinks.
1: seen two Mexican movies. Yeah. And we had two margaritas. And a daiquiri.
2: Mm.
0: I fuck with virgin strawberry daiquiris. When I went to Cancun, oh, that yeah, was my dude. drink of choice. Hell yeah.
1: Anytime I would go somewhere like with my uh with my mom when we when I was underage. It, I mean, it's just a fucking strawberry smoothie. So, give me in there.
0: Kai, what's your Mexican anyway. drink of choice?
3: My Mexican drink of choice. Silver corn mag- margarita. What the hell is a silver?
0: Is, is that original?
3: A silver coin margarita, so it's a margarita made with silver tequila. The only ingredients are s- like a silver tequila, lime juice, agave. Where's Where's it. the coin that. coming from? I don't. I don't know. I didn't make the name. Oh. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. You fucking got me there. <laughs> yeah, like in Santa Fe, like that's. That's what you drink. You have a silver coin margarita.
1: That's the regional drink out oh, there, yeah, huh? Oh, yeah,
3: definitely. Okay,
1: okay. Good to know. Now I know what to order if I go to Santa Fe.
3: Absolutely. So I- you guys ever
1: uh, just sit down in the shower, just wonder how many times your life has gone wrong? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Eat hard okay, I just needed a quick check. That wasn't just me. <laughs>
0: I don't think I've ever done this. What? You're
1: missing out, man. Yeah. Yeah. You sit down in the shower, and you uh, just hang your head, and you sing Dashboard Confessional, and you just wonder what happened, man. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, on that depressing note, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) you have been listening to your favorite winger, kicker, goaltender... Cassidy, what was the last one? Midfielder. Midfielder. On the APFC, Awkward Pause Football Club. I have been your pretty shitty host this time. You can catch me on Instagram, Sam, period, in period Japan. Andrew, where can the people find you?
2: You can follow me at Street Super with one R.
0: Cassidy?
1: Uh, Find me on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. Kevy Coops, your vocab word of the day is malaise. Sick feeling, a sense of mental or moral ill being.
3: And Kaya,
0: hit us with your social media.
3: I'm Pastel Dirt. On all platforms. I like that. Thank you. That's
1: good. Uniformity.
3: Hit us
0: with an extra special Japanese word of the day. Me?
3: Oh. Yeah. Okay, my favorite Japanese...
1: It could be any okay. word.
3: My favorite Japanese word of all time is mendokusai. 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 The meaning is like, it's annoying, or it's it's tedious and annoying. You're like, oh, I have to go to work. So mendokusai. Or like, I have to go do something. So mendokusai. So please use it every day.
1: I like that. I like that.
0: I didn't know that one. Uh, we have new merch. Uh, at this point, you can catch it at awkwardpausepod.com backslash merch. Follow us on Twitter, at John uh, Jono, your word of the day is kangaroo. <laughs> That's been our show.
1: E3 predictions coming up on the other show. Listen to that one, too. E3?